0: Welcome everyone to Game of Power, today is episode 5. Wow, we've been doing this for 6 weeks now, I honestly can't thank you guys enough for you know at least giving me this platform to talk, I think that there's been so many people on this show recently that have been giving us an insight on their life, things that they've learned, and that's just so powerful, so I'm so excited to be doing this, I'm so excited that we're in episode 5 already. And yeah, so today's episode, we're gonna start with Isaac. Isaac is a artist, he is a musician, he runs Growing20s, and like I definitely just kinda wanna tap his brain about what it's like making music, what the business of music is, and a little bit of, of an insight on the industry. And the second person is Lena. Lena is a YouTuber, she's a content creator, she just graduated from NYU. Um, and so I'm so excited to just learn about kind of her mental journey over the last few years of making content, um, you know, the mental side of her fitness journey and just kind of learn as much as possible about how she got to where she is now. And so, you know, I'm super excited to have them both on um, and yeah, let's just get straight to it. Before we start today, I kind of wanted to give you guys an update on what's going on. So, we're about halfway through the summer and this summer, you know, I had big goals for myself, big goals for Fitz and everything that that we wanted to accomplish. I think that, you know, it's easy to be like, yo, this summer I'm gonna get to this or this summer I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna live, you know, the dreams that I always had. But I think one thing that I've learned this summer is like, be present and don't focus on the past and getting too caught up in that. Don't focus too deep on the future and being living in the future and always thinking like that's going to come easy. Like just be present, have a good day, focus on what you have instead of what you don't have and move from there. And so that's kind of been the biggest thing I learned this summer, just like be present. Um, and so that's something that I've been consistently working on. Um, I just, yeah, we have so much, we have so much to learn from Isaac. So let's just get him in here. Yo. Yo, yo. What's going, going man? on, bro? Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you so much for hopping on the show, bro. I I want I want to just get straight to it and and learn from you with this time that we have. Word, we're
1: Yeah, no problem. So first,
0: like, what you what you been up to? I see you're in a different country every every day. Like you're moving around, traveling. Like, what what, what you been up to lately?
1: Yeah, so I'm in. I just got back to LA, man. I was I, we just had a show in New York on Friday. Um. At All Stars in the, in Lower East Side, that was that was sick. And then um, before that, I was in Utah. We opened me and my boy Julian opened up for uh, Jay Critch and Shorty Shorty. Right, right. Congratulations on that, and bro,
0: it's crazy because we met back in freshman year of NYU, and so I've seen obviously your growth as an artist over that time. But when did this all start? Take me back to the beginning. What what got you into music? When did you start doing that? And like how how like how did that all start?
1: Well, so yeah um i mean i've been making music <clears throat> since like i recorded my first wrote my first songs when i was probably like 11. um but i started playing with, what's good yano uh, i started playing guitar and piano and i was around eight and then was doing like covers of michael jackson james brown bruno mars like much bunch of just soul shit that was what i was really just loved doing and performing and then uh i started writing recording my own shit um and kind of just went from there now yeah now i'm just making whatever the fuck i feel like whatever i'm, I'm enjoying
0: that's fire, bro. That's fire, bro. So it seems like you, you started at a, at such a young age, and you've been doing this for, for a little while now. So kind of give me a little game from, you know, looking at the industry as someone that wanted to, to get to a certain point till now kind of having your footing down and, 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 like, finding your flow and finding your sound. Like, where what have you learned over the last few years of just, like, what would you tell that kid that just started out um, as a musician?
1: Yeah, I mean – as for, I, just just a first before I get into the details, like the overall is just like keep that constant motion and pressure like like I, there's been times where I real where like i kept I just kept going just' cause, like oh I guess I like, might as well, but then I realized that like if I hadn't done that, like I wouldn't be where I'm at like if i like the fact that I just stayed consistent, even if it was a small small thing, like just consistently like doing a, a show every single week or or doing or or just like consistently releasing that music, like keeping the people that are supporting me. Something just giving them something to support consistently, so that has been really just the, a driving force that I didn't even realize or really appreciate until recently. Um, but yeah, like definitely the last two, like I said, I started, I released my first song about two years ago, um, commercially, and then over the last two years, it's been like, like, like I guess starting in COVID, we there was no shows, no bookings, nothing like that. Um, so we deci- decided to just throw our own shit. I uh, went to Washington Square Park before there was any, even, even any venues and started performing, like did that a couple of times. we like, oh, this is cool. Then went back to LA for the summer, um, found some spots, and then basically copied and repeated the same process, but just built it up. And then when we went to New York in the fall, met we met with you guys, did some more events, and then um, basically just been copying, repeating, copy repeating and then refining that process and then doing it again and again. And now just expand not, not only just different places, different countries, different people involved, and just trying to just do better than what I did the, the time before most definitely
0: most definitely i i I love how you 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 saw the vision and you have been consistent and one thing i respect about you bro so much is that you're a hustler and like you've been you've been pressing in like you perform all the time like you put out like you're consistently outreaching putting out content i think that shit is huge bro so i i wanted to just give you a shout out for that tell me what's the process of of making music uh finding your sound kind of starting in music like I I definitely have heard differences in your music even over the last like recently compared to before but like what's the process of making music finding yourself as an artist in this industry
1: Yeah I mean at first cuz cause, cause I'm I'm a instrumentalist like before any anything um like with the production side like it was me me just trying to ex- ex- express um a feeling picking a feeling and then putting the right pieces together production wise because i during covid i was producing a lot pretty much all of my stuff um that i was just practicing and then when it came to releases i would always often work with my friend ed from new york um shout out ed and then we worked together to kind of make it even better because that's another thing that i love in making music is collaboration like even when you guys came to the studio a couple times like like we had i'm always like trying to cycle and get new ideas because if i just sit alone with myself all i'm gonna get is the same thing you know what i'm saying like like so i got to re change out the pieces to change out the the building blocks that i'm using every time um but now it's kind of like the i have to find the times to make music in between like just the moving around so anytime i'm i'm just in a in a in a setting where like in the studio or whatever uh what the immediate vibe the first thing that i react to that's what i go with like those gut feelings like before i used to spend a lot of time writing or or, or composing what i was what i was going to do before i did it now i just act and then rearrange what i did later because I, I like to get just the most natural organic um reactions and emotions okay
0: that makes a lot of sense Yeah, i was always curious like do people do a lot of writing come in prepared to the studio like okay i'm about to go bust this out is it like is it the vibe you feel the vibe and then you just go and press that head that's that's a very it's a very interesting insight tell me this after you make after you make the song i think one thing that i'm very interested in is like musicians are very different than everybody else because in a way they kind of market themselves and you're like marketing what you're doing you're like mar- so like what do you do like how do you kind of go about that aspect of things after you put out music like getting people to to listen to your
1: music or promo and stuff like that Right, so like, I guess the biggest thing about marketing is, is the preparation, because like, if, if you have like people wanting or already knowing the lyrics to a song before it's even dropped, you already won. like, as soon as it releases, people are gonna be excited that they can hear the whole thing with no interruption, they're gonna be sharing it around. And that's how you have already your core fans, people that already support you doing marketing, doing work for you, without you even having to ask that's you're just you're just uh, presenting and having having the experience incorporate that for your audience and then the second part is actually once it's out once it's released how do you get more people to hear it and for me that's just been over time utilizing the relationships that i've that i've continued to build and grow with and the people that are around me now have been around me for a minute and are and now we're all just in a place where we can um continue to just build off off of what we've what we started um like like i've been doing i started doing my own marketing two years ago and now I got more each time. Like, I'm always looking for new ways, new methods. And so at this point, kind of everything that I need to, to get where I need to go. So that's that's been kind of nice to look back over the last couple of years and have that work pay off. Yeah, for sure,
0: for sure. And I think another part of that is going and performing. And, like, that's right. something that you've been doing so much recently. Before we kind of get into that, I'm curious. What is it like performing in different areas in terms of, like, performing in Berlin versus performing in New York versus performing in L.A. Like how has that been like seeing new audiences? What's your mindset like when you come on stage and like you're in front of a new fresh audience that maybe even, might not even know you?
1: Yeah, like what I have started to do is is really just think about, OK, what's the songs? What, what is the reactions that these moments are going to get? Because I'm now performing like a lot of the songs that, I've, that I have. I perform in multiple countries or all around the world. So, so I've like I kind of know like okay this if I play this song the crowd's gonna go go crazy if I play this song the the girls are are gonna be engaged you know what I'm saying so I kind of now now just have sort of the the, the little shortcuts that I know okay I, I hit these points and then I make sure I adjust it each time like I'm always watching how a new crowd reacts to, or to like music that they haven't heard before like when I was in Germany I played like some techno songs that I would never ever like showing anybody in america but it was like that's what they like out there so it worked um obviously in new york like i'm playing more drill stuff la i'm playing the west coast vibes but i like to bring everything all together because that's like wherever i am that's that's still a part of me so so it's been fun to kind of see how like like put putting music that people have never heard in in their context and then also like playing music that they love and that they know but coming from someone that's not from that that place it's it's already okay. in,
0: that's not, that's not interesting. And so it seems like you definitely do make a lot of different types of music. It seems like you push yourself in that aspect of things. But I'm curious, like, we always talk about the left hand on this show. And the, the way I refer to it is, like, in basketball, like, you know, you could be comfortable going right, and this could, could could take you to the promised land. But on the left side of things, if you if you work on that left hand and your weaknesses, it could get you to even that next level. What is that for you? What, what are the things that you're trying to get better at? Um, that's gonna take you to that next level as an artist?
1: Yeah, I mean, if there's a, if there's a sound that's unfamiliar, I'ma go towards it and then, and then try to master it for myself, like, like for what that style sounds like when I do it. Not, not like what the best thing is, not trying to mimic that, but making what is, what is like the highest level of myself in this area. So kind of, it, it's, it's weird. You kind of have to like change your perspective of who you are from like who's in that space. Like, so, um, but that's something I've been really trying to train myself to do so I can be seen in any space. Like I can be a hip hop artist from Los Angeles, but be in, in Berlin and play like an R&B song with all live instruments or, or be in Prague and go up and improvise with a live band and still have them react the same way. Um, so that's like, I've had a couple of like challenges like that, like for example, when the first day we went to Prague, we were at this, um, this club, it was called the Dog Bar. There was a live band playing didn't know nobody had been to that country for the first time that day. And then, but I see that there was a band. I talked to the dude that seemed to be in charge. He's like, yo, can I, can I play? He's like, yeah, just jump on. Just tell him the chords. I was like, all right, word. I play guitar and piano, so I know how to communicate that to those people, even if I don't speak the same language. I was like, play a G. Play it, play it, play it. Yeah. And, then, and then just loop it. And then I was like freestyling and doing my own song with people that I had just met. That moment had just told the chords in that little like moment in time. Um, so that's been like, i like got been having to do that in real life. So when I'm in the studio, it's just like, oh, of course, let me let me just try. Like, I have the time. Let me just try something that's new. That's fire, bro. And I, I definitely like how you said that because even like, I
0: guess my, my thoughts are like, even with like the Drake album, it was a new sound for him. And like, even at first, it's like, you're kind of like, whoa, like, what's he doing? Like, I'm not expecting this from Drake. But as you listen to it, like, as you keep going, like, it really was something that it was some gems and there's some gems in there. And I think. It's good that you're saying, I'm going to do this because of me, um, and I'm going to give you and and kind of build this vibe around that. What do you, like, I guess my, my question to you would be, how do you embrace that discomfort? How do you embrace, like, talk to me about, or maybe for even some of the other artists, embracing that struggle of trying to find that new sound and, and getting into a place where you're like, man, I'm a I'm a go-whore, and I'm going to do something that I want
1: to do, and something that I want to curate. Yeah, it's it's funny because it's like a balance of okay, I need to go into this new space, but also I need to feel like myself. So so it's like first I need to just just take the first step in in not doing not trying to do the, the same thing, and but then I follow just what immediately appeals to me. So it's like the combination of initial of like sort of a preparation, but with also just still being organic in the moment and just just going with what you what your body and your soul and your emotions react to. Um, okay. Kinda like a little bit of both.
0: That's fire, but that's fire, but well thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, Is there that- anything you wanted to shout out or promote anything coming up that you wanted to just mention real quick?
1: Yeah, um, so me, uh Camilla's Garden and um uh Julian Rose, I uh, just released this Leak on SoundCloud, exclusively on SoundCloud. It's going to be dropping on all platforms soon. It's called Wonderland, produced by Kenny Dreams and uh, Ed from New York. So go check that out. I think the link's in my bio. I think we got to put it in, maybe. But, um, yeah, Wonderland by Roaring Twenties. Sounds out now. good.
0: Sounds good. Liking it, bro. All right, well, I'm going to see you soon. Thank you so much for hopping on the show. And, like, yeah, just keep tapping in. It's Peace, nice. man. All right, man. Thank you. Whew. So now we will be having Lena join the show. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. For this conversation, so excited to learn from her. Thank you, Isaac, for hopping on the show. Isaac is an incredible artist that has really—I just have the utmost respect for his hustle and everything he's been doing. So I know he's going to go far with with everything he's got going on. I'm excited for that. Okay, let's listen this here. Then, yeah. So, man. Maxwell, like, so what the go? <laughs> Yo, Miles, I miss you, bro. We need you back. We need you back in New York. It's been a... Okay, let's see if this
2: works. Oh. We're
0: having a little technical difficulties right now. i right. pick this up. Have a good time. Oh, okay. Hold on one sec. Let me just trust in this again. So yeah, I think you know I'm I'm so excited to to talk to Lena right now because one oh hello, how are you? Thank you so much for for hopping on the show. How you doing?
2: Of course, I'm good. I'm good. I'm kind of nervous. I have not done a live in so long. Wait, why is my face? Oh, okay. like... okay. mm-hmm.
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> okay well thank you so much for coming on um I kind of just want to get straight to it so you know we're in the summer and yeah. it was probably four years ago now where I was about to come to NYU and I'm like what's this experience gonna be like and I stumble mm-hmm. upon your video spilling spilling the tea from NYU and I'm like <laughs> you were like the first person I ever seen making NYU content and kind of giving giving that game tell me this you just graduated it's you, you're finished your four years. What would you say to that young freshman from four years ago those new kids coming in the block right now? Uh, what do you want to say to them?
2: Um, I would tell them that, don't worry, you're going to figure it out. And also, don't try too hard to make friends. Because <laughs> that's a mistake I made. I would care so much about what people thought. And I was like trying so hard to make friends. And I didn't make any. <laughs> so it's like, you have to just be yourself you have to work hard in school, obviously, and, you know, the friends will come, so, yeah.
0: Most definitely, most definitely, I definitely feel like it's so nervous, you know, coming into college and, like, not knowing, it, especially New Big City, um, what do you think, like, kind of just reflecting on your four years at NYU, what did you learn most from going to college or, like, living in, the, living in New York City?
2: Um, well, I definitely learned what it's like to be broke, okay, and navigating through that, and also um, just, like, finding confidence in myself, because I feel like, especially when you're a freshman in college, everything's new, and you're still figuring it out, so I would say I learned a lot about myself and things that I like to do, and, like, YouTube, like, that's something I figured out in college, so you learn a lot about yourself, and you learn how to, like, gain more confidence, and yeah.
0: So one thing that... <laughs>
2: Uh, Wait, so can we just say hi to everybody? Hi. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, my God. Stop. I'm so nervous. This is, like, my first live in years, so I'm sorry if I'm being awkward.
0: <laughs> this is amazing. This is amazing. Well, I'm happy you get a chance to, to talk and give them some inspiration today. Um, So, I, I watched your your Fitness Transformation video, and I've seen you've been making videos over the last few years. And the one thing I wanted to talk about and ask you about is the mental side of it. So you, you talked about how the mental part of it is the most important. Um, and especially me, like I've been going to the gym recently and before I wasn't going, cause I'm like physically, like, you know, I kind of look fine. Like I don't know what to do about that, but I realized now, like the only reason why I go to the gym now is to work on my mind and like get that taken care of in the beginning of the day. So I'm kind of curious to know, like, how has your growth and your transformation been mentally over the last three years um, in doing this fitness challenge?
2: That's a, that's a good question. First of all, shout out to you. I've been seeing your uh, gym posts. <laughs> Thank
0: so like, yourself... trying, we're trying, even,
2: you know. Um, definitely everything is mental because I feel like the physical stuff, when I stop focusing so much on it, when I'm like working out and like when I'm eating and stuff... I I feel like I've seen so much more progress in myself when you're not thinking about the physical. So mentally just even showing up for yourself every day and like pushing when you don't feel like, you know, being at the gym and, you know, pushing yourself for that last rep, that last set, and obviously holding yourself accountable, being consistent. Like those are all things that consistently make you work on your mental. So definitely like, it's just, it's just brought me a lot of confidence in myself now I know that I can, you know set a goal for myself and actually reach it and that's definitely brought me so much confidence and it like just transformed me mentally so much and that translates to YouTube too because I feel like if I didn't start working out I wouldn't have the confidence to start a YouTube channel because I was like super just really awkward and also like I didn't have many friends and so I was coming from a, kind of like a bad place when I started YouTube so working out and YouTube kind of coincided and yeah. We, we grew it together somehow. So thanks to my that is, subscribers. <laughs> that is so
0: incredible. That's so good. Inc- and I think one of the, one of the best parts about that is you went on both of those journeys together. And like, yeah. I think one thing that's very interesting is like, we're always so taught to, like, we always see the destination. Oh, the 190,000 subscribers or, you know, like, this lifestyle. Or we're always so, like, caught up after that that it's all about the process. And one thing I love about you is that you've shown, like, each step of the process. It feels like you even embrace that. Um, right. Kind of talk about that journey, like, the journey of kind of finding yourself within, you know, New York City in college and then mixing that with also kind of showing everybody an insight on that as well
2: right so um definitely like I said when I started college I just felt really out of place um it was really hard for me to make friends I feel like a lot of NYU kids especially they when you first get to college I didn't know about this but apparently people join Facebook groups before you even start school
0: um, I was into that. <laughs> nobody
2: told me that so I didn't get the message me. and so I got I was like I'm gonna make friends when I get there so I get there And then everybody already has their own friend group. Everybody's hanging out already. And I'm like, I'm just there, you know? So um, that definitely taught me a lot. And that means that like, you have to focus on yourself and the friends will come. And so also like at that time, I, you know, I played basketball in high school, basketball was Mm -hmm. my life. And so after I tore my ACL and, and I started going to college without basketball, that was like a huge part of my identity that I lost. And so I was just coming to college in a very insecure place um and then you know I was eating my feelings out because I didn't know how to <laughs> I didn't know how to handle it so I would just eat my feelings out I remember like being in my dorm room and just oh my god, you know like the meal plans like the meal swipes
0: yeah
2: I took advantage of that <laughs> I took advantage of that I would a lot and I would eat a lot and I would just eat my feelings out and so you know that showed and like I, I gained some weight and I just other than the physical change, I was just like not in a good place mentally. And so um, I just like decided one day I was like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. And I don't want to not like looking at myself in the mirror. And I I wanted to like do something with my life, you know. So that's when I started working out. And that just completely changed my perspective on everything. And um, like working out is something that I always grew up with, but I never took so seriously. And as I started working out, I realized a lot of it is the mental part. So that just like completely changed my brain too. And it made me believe in myself way more. And so it was really, I'm not going to lie, it was really hard at first. Because when you don't like what you see and then you have to post, it's not, like you don't feel good, you know. But something that helped was when I first started YouTube, nobody was watching (laughs) because nobody knew that I had a YouTube channel. So it was like me and my burner account and like my mom occasionally. So in the beginning, not having that many subscribers honestly helped because it felt like I was only talking to myself, you know, so then after a while, I feel like when you're just real on YouTube, people, people see that. And also, a lot of people relate and like working out and being consistent is not easy. So other people see that too, that I'm just like a regular girl, and I don't have like crazy Kylie Jenner body. And we're all just, you know, trying to work and work for ourselves. So I think that people see that and they relate and. Yeah, so I started documenting that and then when it started gaining traction, like, yeah, I feel like I still am not at like a blow up stage, but I feel like, like my 190,000 subscribers feels like a million to me because they're so so, they show up like, look, they're showing up like they show
0: up
2: up, like every video they're hyping you up, even in a video if I feel like fat or bloated that day, they're like commenting, you look so good, you know, so. It's just like, it, it changed me a lot, even just being more positive, like a happier, positive person. And yeah, and you just gotta, you just gotta spread that, that good energy.
0: That's incredible, that's incredible. So tell me this, like for, for me and other people that wanna start getting into YouTube, what's your process like behind making YouTube videos uh, from kind of idea to when you actually post the video? What's uh-huh. kinda, of, take me in the inside of like what you're thinking about, what you're doing um, to make your
2: video. So definitely I I I don't have like it I probably should have more of like a business strategy with it, but more so I noticed that the the more growth I get is just from the videos that I am just genuine about and genuinely care about. So well most of my videos are blogs, so it's just like me literally like talking to a camera, woo, and like living my life. So it's not that hard. But there is like a whole process with editing, like editing takes forever, you know? And I know a lot of YouTubers kind of outsource that. But for me personally, like, that's, that's like a part of YouTube that I love, like, editing every single part of it is something that I love, but it does take a really long time. So you have to allocate time to, you know, vlogging, how long it takes you to like make your videos, and then allocate time to editing, which is like, for me personally, it's like six to eight hours, depending on the video um and also subscribers they're they're the best they like give you suggestions like oh can you do this can you do that and so you never really run out of like out of ideas um but i would say in terms of strategy you do want to do growth videos so like maybe one growth video and then i do like two vlogs if that makes sense like that's a video that's like trending or a video that might bring in like new subscribers and then vlogs because vlogs like at the end of the day, if people don't know who you are, they're not going to click on a vlog of you like watering your plant and walking around New York City, you know what I mean? So you yeah. have to do a lot of growth videos too, like a good mix of both. And strategy, honestly, if you're just yourself and you're just a genuine person, people see that on camera. So um, just always, you know, being consistent. And also, oh, a big thing is replying to comments, like replying okay.
0: to,
2: yeah, and because. You know, it feels really one sided and when I like didn't have friends and I didn't have a YouTube channel, I was watching other people on YouTube. And sometimes I would comment and you know, like they most of the time they wouldn't comment back so I'd be like, Oh my God, sad boy, you know, like, why are they commenting back? There's one time where a YouTuber commented back to me. And I was like, I was sweating. I was like screaming, you know,
0: and
2: (laughs) it makes their day day, and it makes them feel seen. And also like they're taking the time to watch your face for 10-15 minutes, like the least you could do is you know shoot them a comment back so i feel like that's really engaging and stuff is is super important that's
0: uh that that's that's amazing yeah that definitely that definitely makes sense and i think it's it's amazing to see how you are with your youtube community like how they're your friends they're your people like these are the people that have seen you grow over the last thing like you guys done it together and i think that that's so incredible to hear yeah so what's now like what have you been doing what's your routine like nowadays what are you working on um yeah what's, what's been there
2: um well so i graduated right so and actually I just on my first time so i just moved to this apartment Woo! shout out to my subscribers because you're the reason why i'm living in this apartment right now um so i mean i just moved in like almost two months ago now and it's been great living alone I'm it's my first time living alone ever so I've just been like adjusting to that and I mean I'm doing YouTube full-time now and I wake up every day just excited about like what I do and and just like excited to talk to my subscribers I talk to them every single day like there's not a day that goes I talk to them more than my mom probably which I should find that <laughs> but I talk to them all the time and so I mean I I'm actually really busy it's surprising because when I first hold the plug and decided to do YouTube because I was doing an internship before um, I knew it deep deep down I really wanted to do YouTube but actually like doing it and going for it and telling my Asian parents about it it was it was really scary you know like I was really scared but so far like I've been receiving nothing but love especially from my subscribers so it's been great like I've just been um, trying to come up with new video ideas I film I like I've been posting every week I haven't posted this past week, uh, <laughs> but <it's laughs> well, sweet. Schedule, for real, but, um, you know, I'm trying
0: and yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It's been amazing kind of learning about you and learning about what you've been doing. Tell me this, what do you, what is something that you want to get better at? What's something you, you want to improve on? What's something that you want to learn? Um, maybe that you haven't been doing recently.
2: Mm, Well, what I just mentioned, (laughs) I'm actually not on like a strict YouTube schedule. So I don't post like on a certain day at a certain time during the week. So I kind of just like drop it. I'm like, yo, (laughs) come watch, you know, so I want to actually get on a consistent posting schedule and post like one to two times a week. Because for me, I really care about like the quality of my video. So I was going to post a video this past week, but I just... I, I didn't like it, so I, like, wanted to refilm it. And so I want to be better at scheduling and also, like, posting at a certain time so people show up at that time. That's also really important for strategy, too, because if you're posting at any time of the day, like, 4 a.m. on, like, a Sunday, nobody's watching, it, you know? So um, I want to get better at being consistent and also um, finding maybe another way to engage more. So I've been trying to do TikTok. It's, I haven't figured it out fully yet, but I want it to be more. <laughs> of YouTube because dude like TikTok is hard it's, to, hard. it's, it's hard. hard and also like when my entire for you page is like girls dancing like this and stuff I'm like what how do I fit in here <laughs> like I can't do that so I've been trying to figure it out um I want to do like more TikTok content like my YouTube so maybe like more mini vlogs and stuff and more workout content um but yeah so
0: well wow that is, I'm so excited to keep tapping in and keep kind of seeing your growth. It's been amazing over the last few years. So I just wanted to say that super inspired by you. I, I love everything that you're doing. And, you know, I'm excited to just see you keep going.
2: We first Thank met you. when you were a freshman. At I know. My yeah. first
0: day. Moving day, yeah. <laughs> Moving day. I was like, oh my God, that's the girl from YouTube. <laughs> I
2: was like, that's a um, YouTube. He see I me, say. I, you see me when I was, I was. I had like what I had maybe like 5,000 subscribers. I was like, I made it. 5,000 subscribers, I was like, I made it and like, <laughs> I was caught, like, I'm
0: good. <laughs> no, it's it's definitely, it's definitely incredible. And I, I love all the, the positivity and the inspiration that you bring to everyone. I think that we all really appreciate it. I hope you know, like every little thing that you do, if you don't think like, you know, whenever you don't think certain things are hitting or like whatever, as long as you're given that message that that you needed that day, um, I think that we all just really, really, really appreciate that. And so, you know, I'm excited to just keep keep learning more about you, keep seeing your content, and see where you could take this.
2: Uh, thank, thank you, you so much, much for
0: being on the show.
2: Much fun.
0: <laughs> Hopefully we can do this again sometime. So thank you so much. We will see you soon. And just keep going. Keep, keep being consistent. Keep inspiring us. And, yes. you know, let's just keep it up.
2: Yes, you too. I'm, I'm a you huge fan you. of you. So I'm always having you up. I'm always <laughs>
0: always supporting. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that.
2: Thanks for having me. Bye.
0: You. Wow. That was that was incredible. That was incredible. I think that, you know, one thing that I respect so much about her is like I just said, you know, I always wanted to be a youtube YouTuber as well. And we often always see the results and we always see, you know, the person that has this with this many subscribers but she really kind of embraced the journey and it's just so incredible to watch and I feel like we can take what she did with her journey on fitness and YouTube and we can apply that to everything else that we're doing. I mean, one thing that I was reading this book Principles by Ray Dalio recently and it says that our two biggest barriers are our ego and our blind spots, right? And so one thing about me that I wanted to change is, like, not having everything figured out, right? There's, like, as an entrepreneur, it's, like, you want to be someone that's, like, oh, you know, this is how you make 10000 a month. Or this is how you, you know, get this much money or whatever. And we often don't kind of talk about the ins and outs and the process of behind that. And so one thing that I'm trying to do a lot better is what she did and building in public showing people that journey, showing people the process and kind of let's grow together instead of being like, yo, this is what I know. This is how I figured it out, blah, 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 because we really don't have everything figured out. And so I think kind of ego is the biggest part of that because if you strip down your ego, you can think, man, like maybe I won't be, I'll I'll be more comfortable being like, yo, I actually don't know this. Like I'm trying to learn about this. Like, you know what I mean? So I think, that is just such a, such a big thing. And so I'm definitely trying to get better and and work on that as well. See who else is in here. See what else we could do before the end of the show. Yo, Miles, I'm about to, I'm about to to invite you in. Come say what's up. Come say what's up. Come say what's up. Let's see, let's see what we got going on. Oh, I see Free Road just joined too. I want to ask him about some of those books he was reading. Um, yo what's up brother what's going on how you doing uh what's up
3: chilling i'm chilling my fault let me get some more light in this <laughs> what's up everybody
0: thank you for tapping in bro so tell me this what have you what have you learned today over the course of this episode listening to to isaac and listening to Lena?
3: well i mean man you really tapped into my nyu idols for real both of them you know like i feel really close to those people you know like Lena was one of the first people we saw at NYU. I remember when you said, yo, that was the girl I've seen on YouTube. I would watched her YouTube videos just because I was trying to learn more about NYU. And, you know, is is NYU All-Star. So, you know, that's my man's. And just the events that we've uh, been to, you know, held with him. And just to seeing the growth process, like, it's amazing. Like, I feel like this episode, a lot of it was just about, you know, growth. Being there from the beginning, supporting your friends, you know what I'm saying? Making sure everybody's working on your weaknesses. And it's, it's really shown, you know, it's really shown so much. Even we're on the fifth episode now, bro. I remember me no. with it, you know, before this even started. Like, that's just clear, you know, clear signs of growth. So it's all about being consistent, like we've been saying throughout the whole episode. Just learning from each other, uh, supporting each other, showing
0: love, and growing together. No, most definitely, because, like, one thing that we don't realize is, like, there's a start place to everything. And even for me, like, you know, coming on live and, like, doing this show, like, I was terrified to do it. I remember sitting there on, and sitting next to you and being like, yo, Miles, like, honestly, like, I don't know if I could do this. Like, I'm scared. Like, I'm not, like, I'm terrified of doing this. Like, I feel uncomfortable. Like, what if no one watches? Like, it definitely, at first, I, and you were like, bro, don't, don't be a bitch. Like, come on, just do it. This <laughs> right, is what you right. wanted to do. Like, this is, this is what you're going to do. And so, I definitely think that, like, consistency is the most important thing. Even, like, doing things when you don't want to do it necessarily. Like, forcing yourself to choose that better life. You know what I mean? Choose that's what's it. better for you. I definitely think, like, that's something that, even now, when I'm, like, feeling a little uncomfortable about doing this maybe a little <laughs> slutty, but, like, Going and just being like you know i'm a, I'm gonna go do this show or i'm gonna i'm gonna turn one into Will, you know I think it's like it's crazy just seeing how
3: so many ways that your brain could come up with ways not to do something you know come up with ways that you're scared when the only real solution is to do it you know like like that's that's the only real uh answer to the to all your questions is to is to just go out there and do something you can sit and just make excuses about all the, oh, you know, all really the bullshit in the world. Yeah. And just by y'all, you know, y'all inspire me. You know, I've been reading the 5 a.m. club and stuff, so I have, like, sticky notes, like, everywhere in my rooms and stuff now. And, like, the first rule, you know, it says, like, excuses breed no genius. You know, like, how, how are you going to get better at something if you never do it? And, like, we always talk about the barrier of entry into anything you want to do is really little, especially with today and age, like, if you really want to learn anything, go on Masterclass. Like, I, you know, that's something that I started doing. You mentioned that and my dad came to me the other day. It was like, yo, I have the login. You go watch whatever you want, you know. So I just tapped in whatever I want. So, you know, just you can really just do anything. You just got to get there and actually, you know, put some effort into it. You just put some activity into it. Most definitely.
0: Tell me this. Like, you've been, you've been reading that book. The 5am Club is a book, obviously, that changed my life and you've seen it firsthand. Like, you see me get that book, We Live Together. You see me read it and be like, man, I'm about to stop doing, I'm about to break everything I've ever known about life. Guys, right. And just completely overhaul my life and change it. What has, like, how are you feeling? What is your process? Like, what where are you at mentally being well, I mean, part of this
3: journey? Yeah. I mean, for like, it all starts out, like, before I started reading the book. When you were reading the book, and after you you know stop reading the book i'm like yo this dude is crazy you know what i'm saying because like all the processes and stuff it really makes you if you're looking at it from the outside you know what i'm saying it makes people seem crazy but that's really the whole point of the book it's what 95% of people aren't doing you have to do you know what i'm saying so like that's really the whole the whole kill about it and all the practices and stuff is really like natural You know what I'm saying? It really is like just natural things. It all makes sense. It's a story. You know what I'm saying? It's not just sitting here and saying, to be the best entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? You have to wake up at five and you have to do this, this, and this. It's it's really not about that at all. It's just about, okay, if you want to get better in life and you are questioning how to get better in life, try this one thing and doing this, you know, doing this one thing, using this method you know what i'm saying you will see ways to get better in life you know what i'm saying and the ways look 1000% it's
0: right. it's not read this book and wake up at 5 a.m. it right. shows you what adding a morning routine to your life can do for you so like right now you you wake up and you a lot of people immediately grab their phone and like mm-hmm. if you immediately grab your phone go on instagram you start scrolling you're kind of worried about what other people are doing before you get to take care of yourself. Right. And so the whole 2020 formula and move, reflect, and grow, that, that formula right there has been the biggest catalyst in my entire life because it's not about waking up at five. I actually wake up a little bit later, you know, 545, yeah, 6, whatever. Five. But it's about – taking care of yourself before you take care of anything or anyone else. And, like, that routine alone, I, like, I just can't, I can't be more thankful.
3: Yeah, it's, It's like, taking, you know, it's really giving you a time to, because nothing else in the world, you know, or all the noise is kind of shut down at five, and your body knows that everybody else is kind of asleep at five it really teaches you how to listen to yourself. And when you listen to yourself, you know, you listen to your emotions, you listen to your health, you know, mindset, heart set, health set, you know, soul set, all that stuff. So, like, you know, like, bro, I got these gems down. Don't play with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, nah, like, I like, like I like, you know, I got all my sticky notes. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking like Maxwell out here. But just in doing so, like, I'm, you know, and we've talked about it so much, you know, About, you know, learning to listen to yourself and figuring out what you want, because that's the only real way to happiness, you know, and you can affect a lot of other people when you're happy. And that's, you know, kind of one of the biggest things that I realized, you know, if you are a good person and you want to do good things, then if you are happy, you're probably making other people happy. So that's, you know, that's something, that's a reason why I got up, you know, at 5 a.m. I wanted to get up at 5 a.m. to show everybody else in my house that they should get up at 5 a.m., you know what I'm saying, so that they should get up and be better, you know, the the, the next day. And it's, you know, it's really kicked off, like, in the span of like, two it, it's weeks. Crazy.
0: It's crazy. It, because, like, the one part of the book, and I don't know if they mention this that much, but they say, like, when you do it, like, one of the best things you can do is give somebody else the book. Right,
3: and i like, want to finish it so i can give somebody else you know oh,
0: like and and i think it's like it's like you you once you see this life once you see this way it's like how like i i wanted to spread this spread this wealth to spread this this knowledge to everybody else i guess my last question for you would be what's next like what do you think is next like now that you you're about to close that book you're about to move on to to the rest of your life i, I will say this like they say all change is hard at first, messy in the middle, and glorious at the end. I, I will tell you that when it comes to this process of deconstruction, you have to use the first 20 days to break everything down, right? Yeah, Your next absolutely. 20 days is going to be the hardest one. And this is where I even kind of got caught up in the school year last summer and messed it up for a while. So, like, the next mm-hmm. 20 days will be, will be kind of the hardest ones in ever. And then after that, it's going to be gorgeous at them. But tell me, like, what, now that you've taken this book, now that you've seen a little more of an insight on yourself, uh, what's next? Well, honestly, like,
3: even before kind of thinking about, you know, like, what am I going to do next, you know, and everything. Because like you even said earlier in this live stream, you know, thinking about the future too much. But, you know, it it allows my brain to make so many excuses as to why I may not get there, why I may not do whatever, whatever, whatever. But what's next for me is realizing how far I've already come, if that makes sense. Like, I tatted beauty and the struggle, ugliness and the success on my arm. And I now I realize I still didn't fully know what that meant. You know, I thought I had an idea and it really changed. And even reading this book, that's what the whole book is about. And, you know, how, you know, you talk about power struggle and everything like that. Like, I realized, you know, the the real beauty is I should never stop struggling. You know what I'm saying? So what's next to me isn't getting out of the trenches, you know what I'm saying? But, like, kind of, you know, jumping out of one trench into the next trench, like, because you fall in love with the trenches, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's what's next to me. What's next to me is kind of conquering. And feeling, once I feel comfort, confident, once I feel comfortable in what I'm trying to learn now and what I'm doing now, like, all right, time to, time to go and be a beginner in the next thing. I realize I like being a beginner. You know, I like, I definitely. like learning, you know what I'm saying? I, I love, I love, you know, learning from other people. So what's next to me is, you know, continuing and being consistent. That's what's next. You know what I'm saying? What's, what's next to me is just learning for myself. There's so much I can learn from myself. And what, we're 20, you know, 21, about to be 21 years old, you know, happy early birthday to you, Brody. But, like, <laughs> and, and, and we still don't fully know ourselves. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Like, I wake up with myself every day. I go to sleep every day, and I still don't fully know myself. So, like, that's what's next to me is just learning more and more each day, growing 1% more each day. You know what I'm saying? If you do that, you're getting 365% better at the end of the year. Like, you know, no, so those gems, like, Read, and reading one book, you know, there's like 5, 10 gems I can go spit to people and
0: they'll think I'm smart as shit. <laughs> Isn't it weird? is it weird seeing my underlines everywhere? Like, I know, like, you're – because it feels, like, a little personal because I'm like, yeah, man, this dude is getting, like, an insight on how I view the book or, like, what I'm thinking.
3: It reminds me of that conversation we had about Ender's Game. You know what I'm saying? And, like, the stuff that we, you know, like, we take away – especially you know like living with each other being you know so close and stuff like can still be like so different and that's you know like not a bad thing at all but like you know like there's underlines in here and I'm like oh there's no underlines on that gym you know I'm saying like I may be the underline you know so I'll go ahead and write that down you know what I'm saying and stuff like that like it's crazy how we both, you know, you there's we both pick and choose, you know, things that really hit in our hearts, you know, really hit in our brains and stuff. Like, so it's super interesting. I see, like, Shane's underlined, you know, like, like I, I could tell what Shane's in there, like, he's <laughs> lifting. I know that's something going through his brain. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that shit is, like, so crazy. Like, I just want to see what the next person feels about the book and what they're going to say to me, you know, no, like, like, really. like, what goes on. So, like I said, bro, like, just continuing, continuing to get better, you know, changing up your environment, you know what I'm saying, like not not being comfortable, you know like like all all of that stuff, all of that stuff we live most in definitely. a crazy place we live in you know we lived in we lived in New York, that's like the crazy- that's like the craziest place on earth, and yet there's still so much we can learn
0: every day, you know, so you know. most definitely most definitely well, man, I appreciate you. Hopping on the show Appreciate you for dropping the gems I'm excited for you to come back You know what I mean And and bro like you know whenever you get back Like we're on it 5am like we're there So like I don't I want to hear nothing I
3: don't want to hear nothing
0: I'm you We about in the gym five, We 30.
3: in the gym
0: I mean I'm going to start With going
3: 4.45 We in the gym We in the gym 5 o'clock so, <laughs> so, so, any ops are not gonna be up with us, you know. That's one thing I know for sure. So absolutely well, definitely. No, or no ops yeah. are so. any
0: any questions before you any questions before you
3: head up? Bro, what's 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 next? You know what I'm saying? I see you getting, you know, all these new people on, expanding your range, expanding your reach. Like what's next for the show, bro? Like we, <laughs> we, we, we continuing, you know, we continuing on Sunday. It's about to be episode six. You hit yeah, dude. mad people viewing today. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see the viewers bumping up. Like, I see the
0: yeah. stuff continuing. Like, what's next for you, bro? Episode six, man. It's crazy because it's like six weeks. You know what six I mean? Six weeks. And so, like, I just can't wait to be at the time where I'm like, I've been doing this for like four years. You know <laughs> what I mean? And uh, I think that what's next for me is just to keep having powerful conversations. I think that. Like one thing that I love doing now, like you said, is like learning from other people. And so I'm actively trying to find people that I'm trying to learn something from and get them onto the show. And so I think just that vibe alone of, if I'm sitting here and like, if I'm having fun and learning, then that is what I need to take into the show. And so like, Mm -hmm. I think like when it comes to, whether it's in the show or outside the show, every single person that you meet you have the ability to learn something from everyone has something you just kind of kind of dig and take that magnifying glass or peel back a few pages and then you can kind of find what you can learn from them because everybody has such unique and interesting stories and so i just want to keep bringing on more people keep learning from more people i think that you know i hope that this is a place where we can kind of inspire and teach people a little bit more about ourselves and so yeah, that's what's kind of next. Yeah. Just keep well, keep that- learning from people, keep growing, uh, keep putting out more episodes as mu- as much as I can. Even though you know, five minutes before the show, I might be like, "Damn, I don't want to do this today." Uh, just doing that episode and having fun is definitely something I want to keep going. So. Um,
3: last, just, last question, bro you got any, you got any fit sneak peeks? Like, what's what's next with that? What's next with the platform? Any fit bro, sneak peeks? you got any any something you could, you could, you could tell the people?
0: Yeah, so. Fitz collection. Fitz collection is like a quality control album full of designers. And so it's going to be interesting. It's Rob said it's the first time designers are making clothes not for their own personal brand. So they kind of get another place to kind of express themselves and they don't have to Mm -hmm. do that through their brands and through their lens. Um, But yeah, we're just taking a group of the most talented designers here in New York City that we know and we're all designing under this collection that is just to give people thanks and and to give people appreciation and give people, you know, something that they can wear and create and, and move around in and feel comfortable in, um, a place where they can go and create their own world for themselves. And so I think that, yeah, that's what we're, that's what's next, like creating the fits collection. The other thing, Miles, that, that I want to do? Yes, sir tap into the visions. visions are sold out <laughs> visions are sold out they can't the get, em. No can get, can get them nobody can get them nobody can get them
3: and now i got the og pair so you know i'm really that's rocking them. <laughs> i'm that's really that's rocking.
0: That's But the other thing is i just started a new vertical uh in our business and so it's basically called podcast dunks it's a it's a subsection of fits and basically what i realized is episodes like this this is a hour-long episode and people are going to tune into this if they feel like it. But how else can we score? And you score by not only shooting the three, which is what this is, but you also score in the mid-range. You also score by, by dunking. And so mm. what we're doing is we're taking whoever has a podcast, whoever, you know, wants to spread that message to a large amount of people, whoever has been doing that this whole time, but they've been so focused on the three-point shot that they haven't been able to necessarily – put out that short form content, those reels or those dunks that can give people a snackable version of their podcast, Um, I'm reaching out to them and I'm trying to edit podcasts for them. And so the next little vertical for us is like finding, you know, people that have interesting stories and that have been telling their interesting stories for a long time and kind of giving them a place where they can have editors, they can have people that are distributing their content. Um, for a more snackable version of it so that people can can listen to it. So, been super excited about that. We just got our first client. um, And so, like, you know, I just want to, like, I'm going to start training high school kids to edit videos and then just keep getting more clients and, like, keep giving them good work that they can use to spread their message. So, that's another thing. Sounds like a school, bro. That sounds yes, like sir. a school. That's there. That's there. Well, thank you for coming on the show, Miles. Appreciate that's you, cool. man. And so... You know, I'm going to see you in the crib soon. You know, bro. You know I'm always here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's see who else is in here. Anyone else want to pop in? Okay. Wow. This was an amazing episode. Episode 5 of Game of Power. Um, man, I just I wanted to say that I really appreciate all of you for tuning in. I appreciate the different people that have been on the show so much. I wanted to talk about one thing. Within this show... The only thing that every single person has talked about that's been a constant is consistency. And when you break down that word, it's it's a little intimidating um, because even me, like, I never thought of myself as the most consistent person or the most disciplined person to be consistent. And that's really the only thing that can take you from zero to one. And so... You know, when it comes down to consistency, I think we need to unpack that. And I want to learn a little bit more about how to stay consistent, uh, what to tell yourself when you're down, what, how, to, how to keep going on those on those different days. And so I think the other part about consistency is everything doesn't need to be so perfect. The more consistent you are, the more motivated you'll be and the better you'll get at whatever you're doing so you'll have more ideas. And so I think, you know, whether you want to go to the gym, or whether you want to start a company, when we started fits, you know, I thought the idea was okay. I thought it was pretty good. Like when I first started, I, I thought the idea was pretty good. But like, then it was like, we we presented to this class. in we presented to fashion class, our idea. And people were like, that sounds like Instagram or that, you know, I, I don't really know people were kind of digging into us. And everything in the beginning doesn't have to be so revolutionary but once you start and once you start being consistent then you can kind of get in there and start digging into some of the problems now you have some new ideas on how you can impact other people and so consistency isn't only important because you it, it takes you from your original idea to making that happen it also gives you new ideas within that process And so if you do just start something start anything that you want to do and be consistent the more consistent you get the more better you'll get at certain things the more you'll embrace the process over the destination the more you'll be happy with what you're doing and you'll redefine success i think that you know it really is the catalyst to getting to where you want to go and so whether you want to make music, whether you want to make a business, whether you, you want to make fashion, just be consistent in that grinding. keep getting better. Keep sharpening that left hand. And eventually, you will get to, to where you want to go, but you just can't quit. You got to just keep going and keep being consistent. So, you know, that was it. That's that's episode five. Make ideas, inventions. Most definitely make ideas, inventions. That's that's my tagline. You know, it's funny. I was I was sitting there and I said to Miles, I was like, I hate the word idea. And I hate the word idea because they're so easy to come by. We all get ideas. Oh, I could say I have an idea to make a show or I have an idea to write a book. And I was like, man, like that word idea is worthless. And it also is preventing me from moving forward. And so like turning that idea to an invention is something that, I like I live by at this point because we don't often think about the word invention. Invention is something that it's like, oh, you know, back in the day, they invented airplanes or they invented the printing press or they invented all of these different things. And you often think like, yo, whatever we're doing now, like, where are the inventors? And the truth of the matter is the inventors are you. The inventors are the creators. They're people that are making videos. The inventors are the entrepreneurs, the people that are making businesses that are helping people. And so they're the fashion designers, they're the musicians. These are the modern day inventors. And so, you know, if you do have an idea to do something, you have to go and make that idea an invention. And that's what make ideas inventions means. It's something that I'm going to personally live by for the rest of my life. And I hope that, you know. Every single day, I can invent and invent and invent. And one day when I won't be on the earth to be able to do that anymore, I'll have that that can can live on forever. So thank you all for tuning in to episode five of Game of Power. I'm going to see you all next week. Good night.